Hey, welcome to the Bartender's Perspective. I'm so happy to have you here. Work is done for the day. Pull up a chair, have a seat. I'll pour you a drink. Let's get started. Tonight's podcast, it's about a very tough subject. It's one that comes in many forms, you know, that everyone struggles with it. Tonight, I want to talk about walking through the fire, but not alone. I'm going to discuss uh, several different points of view, you know, and then some real world examples, you know, give you some uh, relevant scriptures. Uh, going to be discussing a term used in the business world to classify a certain category of person. Then lastly, you know, I'll share some stories of people who are currently and have walked through their fire. So, yeah. So we all have experienced fire and been taught what it means. You know, hopefully most of you, you know, your parents taught you not to touch that hot stove. Don't touch <laughs> that lit candle. Uh, I did this once. That burning marshmallow that just came out of the campfire and definitely keep your hands out of the fireplace at home. Yeah, and I made that mistake when I was younger. You know, we're taught at a young age that when there's a fire in the house, you always touch the door to the room you want to enter or exit to see if it is warm before opening that door. So let me ask you this. So what if I said to you that the only way out was to walk through that roaring fire. You know, could you or would you do that? You know, that fire, it, it, again, it comes in many forms and it's different for everyone. And things like addiction, life-altering events you know, that can't be changed. You know, and in some ways, ending a relationship you know, that you became comfortable and, and complacent in. You know, let, let's cover those. You know, an addiction I see uh, a lot of people struggle with, you know, that's alcohol. Your body becomes so dependent on that alcohol, you know, that you stop at nothing and do whatever you have to, you know, to have that next drink. You know, I'll talk about this further in a future podcast. But then there comes a certain point, you know, the withdrawal process, it's extensive. And this is where we get into the fire that you must cross. You know, in this case, is asking yourself what's more important. Is the bottle more important than going to work? Is that next beer worth sacrificing your family? Is that next stressful life event that you drink to avoid going to stop or change that life event? For those of you who struggle with this currently, know someone that is or is concerned that they might have a drinking problem, try asking yourself or that person that needs to hear this, that question before it is too late. Yeah, this is a hard one too. An example of a negative life-altering event, you know, it can't be changed. You know, it's the, su the sudden and unexpected loss of a loved one. You know, this tragic event can, it can be profound, you know, and leave lasting impacts on a person's life. While coping and healing are possible, the event itself cannot be reversed or undone. But in order to start that process, 
you first have to be willing to face, accept, you know, and suffer that loss before any healing can begin. Uh, Y'all, loss is overwhelming. You know, and in this case, the fire you must cross is great and oftentimes can seem unbearable. I mean, it really can. You know, many of us have been in a relationship at some point or, you know, still currently in that relationship. Maybe you couldn't be happier or maybe you're absolutely miserable and no longer want to be in that relationship. You know, you figured a while ago that something was wrong and you tried talking it out. Therapy, maybe you tried vacations, but only to find out, you know, that problem still existed when you got back. You want out, but then you realize that you've made yourself a bubble and you've become comfortable and complacent in that bubble. And the hardest thing to realize is that you've let those problems become your new normal and then you get stuck. You know a choice has to be made, but that choice is hard. And it's so hard you would almost rather avoid it. That choice, you know, like fire, is hard to go through. You see the way out, but there are nothing but flames in front of you keeping you from moving forward. But maybe it's time. You know, it'll be hard, and it will definitely hurt for a while. But I can tell you, eventually, you'll be glad you did. You know, I have this recruiter. He comes through, um, comes through and has a beer. Oh, what beer does he drink? Uh, oh, 22-ounce Sam Adams. Uh, I mentioned this topic to him uh, one day, and he told me about a business term that I found very interesting, you know, that I wanted to go and research for myself. So in the business world, there's this term that floats around, a classification of person known as a hypo. You know, these people, apparently, they get categorized as having high potential. And a rare bunch of people, unlike many, you know, that will run towards the fire instead of away from it. Metaphorically, of course, but still, totally relevant to this topic. You know, uh, for those certain types of people, you know, the way to get noticed in the company, you know, they stand out from others. You know, keep, for many, keep their heads down. You know, hypos are born problem solvers and will go above and beyond to do what needs to be done. You know, they'll take charge and overcome obstacles. You know, these people will spend their time giving directions and helping with decisions versus just sitting back and waiting. You know, hypos sometimes will get it wrong. But the great thing is they will learn from those mistakes and use the, that learning as an opportunity, you know, to help them make a more informed decision in the future or at their next moment of action. You know, they take leaps of faith and big risks, you know, in search of the right opportunity, making regular investments in people, which I, I totally agree with that. You know, making an investment in somebody is, is a great thing. I know you can help have a better, you know, connection with that individual, you know, help 
somebody who's struggling. You know, you can help somebody who is running away from the fire see that sometimes the best way to go is to turn and run towards it. You know, they would hypos prefer to have you know action versus doing nothing. You know, they like to help people succeed. You know, and sees good opportunities versus bad ones. You know, so in this case, um, an investment in people, I just it's a very important thing. And I think in the business world, you know, you'll go far. So, yeah, that was an interesting uh, term. I never even knew about that till he told me about it. <laughs> Anyways, you remember the second half of that expression I told you at the beginning, but not alone. If you're experiencing or preparing to face that fire today, you're not alone. You know, that fire roars and crackles that it's too hard and you can't make it. But I have news for you. A certain higher power says you can and he will be with you. And all he wants is for you to have faith that he will help, he will help you see this through you know, to the end, if you'll let him. Uh, from the, you know, the good book, First Peter, chapter four, verse twelve. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. And then this was a good story uh, from the book of Daniel, chapter three, verse twenty-five. Uh, it reads, you know, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. This story was super cool. Um, some Jewish people, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abed, hopefully I'm saying this right, Abednego. <laughs> I always struggle with that name. You know, they were, they stood up against King Nebuchadnezzar, um, who had made this giant gold statue that people needed to worship when they heard music. And these three decided, you know, they weren't going to do it, you know, because they didn't, they, their faith tells them the opposite. You know, they only bow down to, the one true God, Nebuchadnezzar found out, threw them into this giant furnace, and sure enough, the good Lord protected them, and they came out unharmed. But the summation of this scripture, the first scripture means that your fire will be a test for something greater than you could ever hope for. The second scripture means to stand in your faith no matter the cost or the outcome, he will help you see, and you'll see it through. Whew. Deep stuff. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some stories of people who have, have, and or in the process of walking through their fire. I read this Instagram post uh, and watched the video uh, recently about a father who had been in an accident and was paralyzed from the waist down. 
He had a son who broke down one night when he realized that he had not gotten to kick a soccer ball with his dad and would never get to experience that. The dad found out about this and just held his son in his arms one night and they just sat there. You know, the post talks about, you know, we make the best of the hand, you know, that life deals us. And as they sat there together, you know, indeed, they were sitting in their pain at that realization. And that pain is their fire. It's hard. It burns. And it will be a lifelong heartache. But that fire, they can either avoid it or they can go through the fire of that pain to find healing and acceptance on the other side. I found this story interesting. It's another great example. Uh, Malala Yosef. Yusuf. I, I had a hard time with this, <laughs> with this name, but hopefully I'm not butchering it too much. Uh, she was a Pakistani uh, education activist. And her goal, you know, she stood up for girls' right to education, even in the face of the Taliban's oppressive regime. You know, she faced a near-fatal attack uh, but she survived. You know, and her courage and determination only grew stronger. It was through that advocacy you know, that she transformed from a young girl into a global system of resilience you know, and a champion for girls' education. But in this process, the fire that she had to walk through was to overcome her personal fears and, quite frankly, the risks even to her life. But, you know, in doing so, she embraced her role as a prominent activist. And yeah, she went on to be awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 2014. Super cool, y'all. Super cool. You know, this last one, um, this you know, this one's a little, little personal for me. Uh, this was somebody I met years ago. You know, he was... He was here in the States uh, through a foreign exchange program. I had the blessings to become friends with while I was in college. He was from a city in Colombia. He had had a hard life. His father abandoned him from the day of his birth, leaving him to essentially care for himself for a good part of his young life while his mother worked to support him the best way she knew how. He suffered many hardships at the hands of alcoholism in his family. Christmas time was his least favorite holiday, as there apparently was a lot of fighting in his family. And his mother got beat up a lot. And at the time, he was too young to do anything about it. It broke my heart when he told me about this. I, I still never forget those words. He had many accidents in his younger years. I mean, this kid was accident prone. Fell from a second floor window. Survived. Had a motorcycle accident and thankfully only broke his foot and not his neck. Even had the misfortune of being in a bus accident where a bus the bus turned over completely. But he survived nonetheless. I'll tell you what. He was even attacked once with a knife and almost lost his life. He had apparently only known heartache. Um and being burned emotionally over and over again in terms of his relationships that made it as far as love. It was crazy, y'all. 
But I have to tell you, I stay in touch with him. And to this day, you know, he's doing more school. He wants to run his own business, and he's doing some professional modeling as well. He's doing great for himself. Despite his circumstances, and I quote, he still keeps a smile on his face and always manages to come out ahead. I even like this uh, email, you know, it's as much as I can tell you because I don't want to give away personal details. Um, has the following phrase, uh, strength of God in the title. You know, and it's, I lo- love that. Like, you know, and it's been his driving force throughout his life. You know, his walk through the fire was overcoming all that emotional pain and everything he suffered. He fought tooth and nail to become who he is today. You know, and I couldn't be happier for him. Yeah, some great stories, y'all. So listen, y'all, life's trials, they may be daunting, but they also hold the power or the potential, excuse me, for transformation. By embracing them, we can emerge stronger, wiser, and more resilient. It's in our most challenging moments that we discover our true potential. When we walk through the fire, we develop resilience, adaptability, a deeper understanding of ourselves. These experiences shape us and often lead to personal growth. Often the most significant growth happens you know, when we're pushed to our limits. But remember, when you find yourself facing the fire, you have the strength within you to walk through it. And again, most importantly, y'all, don't forget, you're not alone. But in closing, if you like my podcast, feel free to tell at least three people about my podcast if you think they will get something out of it. This will help me continue to get my message out there to more people. But unless you went another drink, thank you for stopping in. Here's your check. My regular podcast hours are as always every Sunday night at 7 p.m. So you can come back and see me then. Have a great night. <laughs>